test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Welcome back to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Entertainment Network. Boom Howdy. I'm your host as always, Dustin P. And I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we're diving right back into The Purge for episode two of USA's The, the Purge. Purge. We are neck deep in The Purge now. We are. We are very neck deep in The Purge. Mm-hmm. So like every other episode that we've had on this so far, we are going to dive directly into spoilers. So if you have not seen episode two of The Purge, please stop the podcast right now, go back and watch it, and then come back and see if we're right or wrong. Yeah, or live vicariously through us and not watch The Purge. Would thou like to live vicariously? <laughs> doodly, 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 do. Yes. But so spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. You have been warned. Mm-hmm. So the way that Genius and I have been breaking down these episodes is the way that The Purge is kind of structured. It's structured into a almost like a quartet, a four-segment um, storyline that kind of intersects and, and bobs and weaves and whatnot at some mm-hmm. point. So I think what we're going to do is, just like we did in episode one, we're going to take it in segments. So we've got the Dahmer dinner party. Uh-huh. We've got Miguel's search for his sister Penelope. Uh-huh. we got the magic bus. Yeah, the, the magic purge cut, <laughs> purge cult bus. And then we have the Riker equity firm. Yeah. So, genius, which one would you want to dive to first? Um, let's talk about... Because we didn't get a lot of the Dahmer dinner party. Yeah, we didn't. We got a little bit, but we, we didn't get a ton. got a little bit of it. Here's my thing. Okay, so overall, I like this episode, but I got a, as usual, I got beefs. And one of my beefs with this one, if you're hiding from somebody at a masquerade party, put on a fucking mask. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I mean some, you can need to do some eyes wide shut kind of stuff. <laughs> or at least put on the Groucho Mar- uh, Marx exactly. glasses with the like nose and the fake mustache. Who's the fucking superhero? And it's not like, oh, we forgot a mask. They're giving out masks. Yeah, and then all you gotta do is walk around. I'm Batman, right? Get put on a mask and like you're fucking Ted Bundy, and you know, just you're good. I'd want an Al Bundy mask. <laughs> I'll pick Steve yeah. Reich. <laughs> it says Polk High on the back. No, but, <laughs> hey man, four touchdowns in one in one game, right? So that's my thing with the beginning of it. Uh, but it's it was it's. Yeah, it's awkward and weird, and we know it, but I want this story to move on a little bit more brisker, all right? Right, gotcha. And um, and in the background, I mean, you're going to hear Jay's cat, Owen, try to, you know, intercede on, because, I mean, he watched The Purge with us, too, so apparently it's uh, it's uh, feline-friendly as well. Right. So, wow. um, <laughs> so getting on with the Donner Dinner Party, we have Jenna and Rick, who are the two main characters, mm-hmm. and then Lila, who is the the threesome, the third party in that, right. that sexual menage. And so I'm glad that, like, it's... <laughs> I was going to say, I put in my notes, I'm glad that it's cool between the girls, and then apparently it's really cool between the girls. Yeah. And so, like... Uh, <laughs> but it was so weird an interaction between... You had the the Lila, and it was almost like, hey, 
it got weird. It's cool. It got weird, didn't it? I, I mean, like we said in the episode, the episode one. I don't want to see it for a skeezy point, but I mean, I want to see more of the story because I need to know what the backstory is between them. Why did it get so weird? Right. I mean, like, or did they talk shit? Did like Lila do stuff that they didn't like? Is there all? You know, I mean, was it like a like a menage type of like a like an S and M type of deal? Right. Or, like, like, did they try to hurt her? Did they forget the safe word? I don't know, but it needs to get going. Oklahoma. Right. Sassafras. It needs to get. It needs to get going on this one. I like this one, and it was interesting, but like it got really interesting when they, it really weird because first they're dodging each other. And next yeah, they're you know, completely avoiding each other at this dinner party, and then next thing you know, they're at a sexy pool party. You know, it's like well, Jenna and and Lila, you know, Jenna left the party party. You know, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. Go, just goes outside and kind of you know gets a breath of fresh air. She's trying, I guess, not really sobering up because she's not drunk. I mean, she mm-hmm. even mentions that you know, oh, salt water. You know, she's yeah. just trying to pace herself. It's, I think she's just trying to remove herself from the awkward situation. Yeah, because it seemed to me, and maybe and maybe this is this is the way that I'm reading it. It's like Lila and Jenna were friends, and then. Lila probably was like, hey, let's have a threesome. And then the dude was like, okay, cool, right? Yeah. So the dude's like, hey, I was cool with it. It's awkward and weird, but yeah, all right, cool. And Jenna's like, no, that was my best friend, you know? Yeah, there, there's definitely <laughs> a backstory behind it, and it's it's going to be... It's going to be weird to see. Because I want to know what dirt uh, Lila has on the husband. Because She's that, got some major dirt. She's got something crazy. Because when she goes, you know, if you only knew how you really were. Yeah, and it's and, just and like, my father shit. knows nothing of you, but he's right. going to give you all this money. So Right. And, like, it'd be a shame if anybody found out what went on. You know? And it's just like, yeah, she, I don't know. She's definitely holding a, a card above his head what do to, you, for use at a, at a later time. I bet he's some sort of, like, crazy perjurer. Or something, or he might have purged somebody like in their inner circle. That's oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I'm interested to see where this is going. But it needs to go somewhere a little bit more brisker. Yeah, and and we know? didn't get a ton with the we dinner party ton, this episode. We got a lot more last episode. Yeah, but we still got a little bit more backstory with with uh, Jenna, Rick, and and Lila. I think this one is just setting up to be faster paced later on, like. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I see where you're going with that one, and I definitely agree that I think they're going to move that dinner party in a different direction than mm-hmm. what we're anticipating. Because Okay, so that brings me to something that like I was going to talk about later, but I want to get into it now really quick. I do and do not like the way that the four segments almost seem like they're totally two different tonal shifting segments. Gotcha. I mean, you know, you have – and almost like they're – like. Almost like it's like a couple of short stories that were put together to make the big ones. But it's going good so far. I like them. But, like, the camera angles for this one was very awkward and very stationary. But when we came to, like, um, June and all that in the office, those camera angles were wild and weird. And then it came to the gauntlet. But that I liked the way... That even though they're all different and different tonally structured, they're all weaving together. The first aspect we saw of that was today between that one and the gauntlet itself. Yep. I really enjoyed the, the way they're so further tying things in. Yeah. And I mean, since we've since we've already moved on from the Donner Dinner Party, let's I mean, go ahead and get st- to... I mean, we're st- I mean, we're st- but I didn't have anything else. It's just kind of my tangent. No, no. I mean, and and I'm to... perfect with that because that gives us a good segue into... Uh, the the Pen- uh, Penelope and Miguel mm-hmm. and Otis's annual purge gauntlet. Yes. The gauntlet. The, that's a dope idea. It is if you have the manpower to be able to do something like that. Right. I would like a game, a, a purge game show. 
You know? They they had it. It was called The Running Man. Yes! Time to play the game! Who do you love? <laughs> Clap if you love Dynamo! But Yeah, but we'd be out there purging and you'd be kind of like, kind of mo. Kind of mo. <laughs> <laughs> no, wrong mo. No, I mean, I like the idea of a televised, like, gauntlet game show. I yeah. really enjoy that idea and I, I would like to participate in one. Me, not per se, like, doing the running but i wouldn't mind being like the organizer yeah i was about to say let's not go too far man i <laughs> I, I run for health and i mean i'm not trying to you know stave off death by any means but yeah. i'm definitely not doing it just because i kind of want to run around right. um but with miguel you know he he's still searching for his sister in this magic blue party bus of mm -hmm. of death and despair right um so you know it i did like what they continued to do from episode one mm -hmm. where a lot of the, the the aspects from Miguel's point of view a lot of the violence that he sees is not overt violence right everything is done in in the night vision I mean you see the the guy that's running down the street with the TV gets shot in the head and all you see is the like the blood splat uh, the blood splatter mm-hmm then you see the guy get lit on fire. And I think that's an interesting way for USA to mask a lot of the violence right. to kind of get them through the, the whole censorship piece of it. Because granted, you know, USA is cable, but they're not like, you know, they're not HBO. I mean, they can't bring a series with all kinds of like, you know, hacking off limbs and whatnot. Yeah. I, they can't take it that far. See, and you know what? I was going to say, but I know they can because when in the um, June segment... One of the scenes was people getting their head blown off, and it was violent in your yeah. face. But at the same time, I can see what you're saying. One, I said it last episode, and I'm going to say it again on this episode. All right, this one was cool. The, the night vision looked cool. Yeah. It did look cool. It was a cool scene. But don't do it every fucking episode. Right. Don't stop it. it. Yeah, stop it. All right? That's, that's, that's my thing. But they can get away with that. But I guess you can't have too much. Yeah, I mean, if... Because then something's got to get cut. Yeah, and if you get to the point where you just have so much violence, I mean, it's it's almost gore for gore's sake. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not really driving the story forward. It's not bringing our characters any additional depth. And see, that's one good thing I like so far about this series, that the gore, when it hits, it hits hard, but it's just peppered. It's just, like, sprinkled. Yeah, and, and that's like, very unlike the movies, because the right. movies had a sense of dread, and I had a sense of, like, omin you know ominous, like doom about them you know you didn't know when the characters were going to die you didn't know what was going to happen but to you them. knew they were going to die right you know and, and everybody and with, was fodder and with the show you're getting very much this the similar thing where nobody is safe but it's not so it's not so violent where i think it's turning people off of the show and i'm caring about these characters I'm, yeah, I'm I want to see Miguel. I, you'll yeah, find I want to see where this goes. I want to see Penelope not drink the Kool Aid, and I want to see. Oh, she already drank that Kool Aid. That, that Kool Aid was good. We'll, we'll get it was me. some Sharkleberry Finn. Yeah, it was. It was the Great Blue Dini, but fucking mm, <laughs> like the Blue bus. Dini. No, but I liked where I, I I like where this is where the show is taking the purge. I think it's very interesting. And another thing, we're still talking about Miguel. But the beginning of Miguel, when he uh, helped that triage, yeah, the little, the adjunct mash unit, mm -hmm. I thought that was super interesting and something like probably a throwaway line where he goes like, "This isn't even our thing. This is an unwritten rule of the purge. Right? Don't fuck with uh, the helpers who are the yep. medical people, and they're not even trained. The one was the insurance to say, yeah, he was an he was an insurance adjuster, right? And the other one, what did she do? She was she was like a, a can't remember a teacher it was or yeah, something, it was completely right? Throwaway. Yeah, but they're like, we're just doing what we can to help. 
you know? And, like, there was, they, those guys didn't fuck with them. I thought that was a very interesting thing that, that there was so, like, ordinary people are helping. That even though there's all these people going around doing the worst of humanity and getting all this anger out, there's still people who are willing to rick their neck out, uh, risk their neck and stick their neck out to help other people who are, for lack of a better term, probably just did some heinous shit or is... Yeah, they're perpetrating all this purge violence. Right, or the, of either putting violence upon them or, or thrust upon them other people, but they're still doing what they can to do, and it's an unwritten rule that, that there is some still order in this mad chaos yeah and and you know with the unwritten rules they even try to recruit miguel at one point because yeah. miguel actually helps the the adjunct nurse or the the ad hoc nurse or whatever you want to call her mm-hmm. you know the um the the young woman that's trying to help the gunshot victim he goes you know it's always the one that you don't see and and that's when they really go oh man we could really use you to right. stay and he's like no nah, i gotta find my sister you know thanks but no thanks i really liked that scene i really liked that uh little thing that they had going on there and i thought it showed a lot of miguel's character too because you know in the midst of trying to find his sister and he knows he's under like a you know pressure cooker in terms of time to try to find her Mm -hmm. i mean he's still willing to help yeah you know a random random stranger and it's like we said in the last episode you know if you guys want to go back and listen to that it's it's kind of like when he stops at the stop sign Mm -hmm. he still understands order he still understands that you know society still has these these mores and folkways and and these these structures that have to be abided by even during this evening you yeah know, this this you know anarchy e- evening so i i think that gives us a a deeper insight into his character and how he's going to be able to you know play along with the you know the purge night activities and then everything going forward mm-hmm. so i like that nugget it's like a nugget of hope yeah, it really you know, is. It's like a diamond in a shit pile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's even like, even though all this shit's going on, you still have these still people that are good. that are willing yeah, to, you know, like you said, risks uh, risk their lives, stick their neck out for complete strangers, yeah, and do what is, well, what we can quote say morally correct or mm-hmm. you know morally just. Um, so what does that do for Miguel then? I mean, because he still hasn't found Penelope, but no. we do get more scenes with Penelope and her friend. Yeah, he he did survive the gauntlet. The gauntlet was cool. I mean, essentially, it was just a, you know, run around the block and try not to die kind of deal. Right. They had, like, a haunted house with, like, fucking saws in it. Like, yeah, they, it they like, had the Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, like, saw blade come out of the floor and the ceiling and whatnot. It was like a real, it was like a real-life video game. Fucking. Oh, apparently, the penitent man will pass. Right. It fucking, it sure wasn't fucking Starcade. That was That's the truth. True. Fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> fucking. Lord <laughs> Merck. Well, the blue monkey team got sawed in half. <laughs> so, what about the yellow jaguars? <laughs> but <laughs> no, but so he got a dope car out of it. Yeah, he yeah, got a dope he, ride. He really did. So I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like you know, you survive this game and you get one of Otis's classic cars. And you know what? I would fucking probably. I don't know if I'd go to Otis's, but if I was in Purge Land, I'm like, well, there's a man you can trust. But ladies and gentlemen, make sure to mention the Purge and get ten percent off your purchase. Off, right? That was kind of cool. I like I like the way that they're adding these little these little snippets to the end of you know this this you know this night of debauchery right for lack of a better term because at the end of the day tomorrow's a new day and if you're going you might need a new car tomorrow if your car gets exploded and, you and know? remember <laughs> man and, and if you get blood stains on your clothes remember to try purge away detergent. right i still want to i still need to go to the website and fucking see if that shit's for free yeah the, and the, the, the purge real. shopping channel right 
Yeah, because that, that'd be kind of dope to have, like a little souvenir memento. Billy Mays here for Purge Away. <laughs> OxyClean takes out Vince from the ShamWow guy. Oh, he, yeah, he, he was the one with the hookers. He's the one that did the boring <laughs> shit on there. He needed the ShamWow. I, I, I do think now. it was. I, I do think it was kind of cool the way that they showed uh, Penelope and uh, you know her friend, and they kind of went through this whole you know, hey, we're we're buying in, drinking the Kool Aid, you know, we're we're wanting to do this you know purge our purge our flesh prepare our soul until she was like the giving is near you know the 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 invisible weights oh hell no i don't want to die no and and she got you know she got pulled off the bus kicking and screaming Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden tiger woods takes her because i mean they're gonna beat her ass with golf clubs that was horrific that just this (laughs) i also kind of cracked up, I ain't even gonna lie. Just the like anticipation is almost the cathartic release because you it was a very tense scene of her being drugged away, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my god, because she's just there. I really don't want to die. And Penelope's like, it's a great thing. And I'm like, Penelope, you are insane. Yeah, you are full on, you know, fucking Jim Jones in it, nuttier than squirrel shit, right? And then the girl is like, she goes, no, that shit is awful. Did you see the way he died at the end? That yeah, was horrible. I don't want to die like that, right? I don't want to die like that. And so then when she's being pulled away, her screams are like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And like fucking Fiona Dora being like, Bleh, you know, and like pulling her, pulling her away. I was like, that's some horrific shit. And then sure enough, here comes like fucking, t- uh, like fucking uh, uh, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan coming down there. And then they just pull her away. And I'm like, oh, there's going to be some horrific shit. And then you pull away and you just hear, swap back, swap back. Right, and just, hey, man, he was just working on a short game. And the girl, right, and looked up Penelope's face. I'm like, that's some horrific shit. And it, I cracked up because I was like thinking of like I don't want to say I was thinking of how horrific it's it was. Because you're a terrible person. It that's is, why you're it cracking is, up. It is, but at the same time, I was like, that's fucked up. And you know, you don't even see anything. It's just the whole theater of the mind. Yeah, shit. it's it's the implied violence because we we all understand what the purge is. Yeah, you know, it's it's the worst of humanity for a 12 hour period. And I, I don't know I, why it tickled me. <laughs> no, and, and you know that's that's something that the showrunners are doing well is that they're not really showcasing all of the violence because they understand that the people that are going to watch this show have probably seen the movies. They mm-hmm. probably like the movies, mm-hmm. and they understand what's going on. So they don't need to show somebody getting bludgeoned with a golf club. I mean, right. that's just it's over the top at that point. So, but yeah, I, I do think it's it, it's kind of cool to see Penelope shift. From mm-hmm. being this all-in, you know, hey, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. We're going to give myself up for something bigger to see her friend getting, you know, essentially murdered. Yeah. And now she's, you know, everybody on that bus. I mean, they, they watched the first guy get hacked up. They watched Penelope's friend get, uh, we're, we're assuming, bludgeoned to death. Right. So they've seen these, <coughs> these two people get dealt with, you know, handedly and viciously. Mm-hmm. And the shot with, uh, the, the shot with, like, the cult leader on the bus She's looking at everybody. Everybody's so somber. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, come take us. You know, right. kumbaya, nothing right. like that. At the beginning, that's another thing I was going to bring up. Fucking, um, so the high priest is, yeah, she's like, oh, people are not happy with this right now. Yep. So let's start taking the dissenters, mm-hmm. the one that are starting all this, like, whoa, is me. You know, maybe this ain't the right way. Let's kill them first. Because, like, yeah, I mean, because everybody was like, I'm ready to go to the invisible. This is going to be fun. And then, like. No, it ain't. No, I'm, it ain't I'm, I'm not about the invisible. Sorry. No, no, no. no I better keep your ass visible for me. Sorry. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you're going to go out to die, it's not pleasant on the purge night. 
You know, you're not gonna nope. go, you're not gonna go peacefully in your sleep on purge night. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, no, no. I mean, if you want to go, go, but like, do it a different way. Yeah, and it's it's not gonna be one of those one of those peaceful moments that you see at Shady Acres, I right? Mean, <laughs> Grandma's not gonna just go away in her sleep. No, she's gonna get beat to death, right? So it, it's just. It's so odd to see this on like a like a just a a, a show. Such a weird you know? cult and such a weird fuck that magic school bus. I would not yeah. want to be on the weird blue ass bus. Hey, I don't know though, man. They pimped it out pretty well because you know they've got it all blue on the inside with the nice you know the nice floral draperies and everything, and they've got some neons on it. Come on, put some Dayton's on that bitch. I would roll it. Okay, it would be a lot cooler if it wasn't set filled with like creepy fuckers. You know what I'm saying? If they took off the, the seats, moved all those creepy kumbaya death wish motherfuckers and put like fucking like a rap <laughs> video in the middle of it, dude. It'd be like a pole. Oh, hell yeah. You know, you can throw some nickels, make it drizzle. Yes. You have like a big fucking party bus in the back, dude. See that? Then I would be down with the hey, magic I, school I'm, bus. I'm still saying I'm going to put some 15s in there, get some beats, <laughs> right? get some Dayton's. And it can still be a purge bus, too. I mean, you can still party on the purge. Right? Oh, I, you know what I would do on the purge? I would get an ice cream truck. I'd just be rolling it. <laughs> Two scoops of kick ass. Right? <laughs> I give everybody a bit of the twists. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that pretty much wraps up our magic school bus escapade. Yeah. High Priestess, she's got to do something. She's up to something. I, I Honestly, I think what's going to happen is I think the people on the Magic School Bus are going to revolt against her and the bus driver. Yeah. And, hey, Mr. Bus Driver, Bus Driver, bus driver man, man. They're going to throw them both off the bus to get purged. Speaking of, they're was, just going to drive home. That was fucked up when, she was, when he was pulling the girl. I'm like, I don't want to go. And they're like, here, funk. Just yeah, like just toss her, her like a fucking meat. Like fucking the worst UPS man ever. This is like, funk, have at, boys. And it's like, God damn, you're not chumming the waters. Shit. <laughs> well, apparently he maybe, was. Maybe so. <laughs> so I guess our, our fourth and final piece for this episode is going to be. We got be, one more after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. We do. The, the new interesting mm-hmm. addition to the show. Yep. But the big four would be the equity firm of Riker Equity. Mm-hmm. So, man, we, we get a lot more with Pam. Dude. Or, June. Jane. Jane. Sorry. Jane. Why did I call her Pam? And I, why why did call, you call her June? <laughs> you know, June? Wow. Wow. Okay, oh, well. There, there we go. We just right. messed up that episode altogether. Okay, well. No, take, take two. two. <laughs> the Riker Equity firm. All right. With Jane. <laughs> but, okay, fuck, fuck William Baldwin. Yeah, he's a skis, man. Fuck that dude. Oh, he's creepy as hell during this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we get a lot more of his character and his backstory and kind of how, you know, Jane has gone through everything. He deserves so, that shit, too. Yeah, he really does, man. Well, he deserves to get off. We're, we're going way ahead. Yeah. We're going way ahead. Um, oh, the first thing we see of the Jane is when she hires the professional purger, which I thought was Baraka. fucking dope. Yeah, thought, that's very that's such an interesting concept. That's professional purgers. Hey man, if you want to make a lot of money on you know, and she's good at it too apparently. Yeah, yeah. Because at the courtyard they had, like the scene, little, they had like the little GoPro body cam thing on her. Right, that was dope as shit. And then at the go at the beginning in the, the courtyard, those purgers are coming up, and she goes pop, 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 and I was like, God damn, Fuck yeah, that was a, you had hardcore Henrietta out there, man. That, that was, was sweet. 
That was a really cool. Uh, that was a great introduction to a character. She, and, and what was up with like the weird bunny mask with the hot dogs out of his face? That was odd. Why fucking not? I mean, it's the, the purge. purge. True. Yeah. It's the purge. I mean, but how are you gonna have a bunny with snossages hanging out of his face? Come on now, Tugs Bunny. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, no. So <clears throat> so apparently we find out that she hired a professional purger. Yep. To take out her boss, and like. <laughs> and and she's having all the she's having like this crisis of conscience now. She's like you know, uh, she she's stammering when she's talking to Baraka. No, because she got uh, at the begin. Uh, yeah, when when they do the flashback sequence, she's stud- stuttering, stammering, and Baraka finally just looks at her and goes, you know, save that shit for your psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know what I'm doing. I'm good at what I do. But then she said, it's my right to purge. Yep. This is how I'm purging. And I I thought it was I thought it was really cool when Baraka's walking away from that little meeting that they had at the park. And she goes, they never expect a woman. Yeah. And which is very true. They, yeah. I mean, you're, you're thinking of all this aggression and the, this just, like, vileness coming out of, you know, male-only counterparts. Mm. And all of a sudden, I mean, you, you see this woman come up to you right? and you're just like, hey, guess what? Exactly. <laughs> so, and, I li- and she's smart about it, too. She goes, no transactions until the night of the purge. Well, yeah. That is very, very smart in covering all your fucking bases. So we find out. I mean, because think about it, man. You get held accountable for anything that happens before the purge, and you know that anything after the purge is like, you know, off limits, right? So anything that had any money acquired during the purge, tax free. So (laughs) take that H and R block. Fuck you. So (laughs) any. Well, we lost another sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I love the idea of professional purgers. But another thing in this episode that I want before we figured before we figured it out of what was going on because uh-huh. we didn't really know until at, until finally the flashback scenes yeah and we didn't know how much of a skis he was but at the same time snoopers are gonna get theirs oh yeah and that's why she was acting all nervous and shit because Remember, that fucking snitches get stitches for being punk bitches and they wind up in ditches so like yeah no she was like oh so you ever had purged. Yeah, huh? uh, I don't know. Denise is the Allison. Allison. Yeah. Allison trying to be slick about that. Yeah. Like, so uh, and yeah. you know, uh, her and Jane are sitting there talking. You know, oh, how did your date go with the guy down from blah blah blah? And Allison's like, well, you know, sometimes I just want to purge, and that's how this whole conversation gets started. Right. Allison is snooping around essentially for some paperwork, I guess, because of this you know gigantic merger that they're going but through. But you know she was a snoop in the first place because oh yeah, she's because like oh let's, let's she's let's a conniving little bitch, man. Yeah, you can even tell she's just being she's just metiche. She's just in know everybody's business and all nosy and shit. Fuck her. That, that, but it's it's I, I love the way that the show is doing it because that's exactly the way corporate America is. I mean, granted, we don't have a purge night or anything like that, sure. but anybody that can get anything on your. Uh, like any kind of backstory or any kind of like leverage sure. against you, yeah. they're gonna use it mm-hmm. and they're gonna do it no matter whether or not they're you know nice to your face, you know anything like that. They're gonna find that piece and they're gonna use it to their advantage when you are at your most vulnerable. And just so casually to bring it up too, so like you never had anybody that you ever wanted to purge or maybe you, hire somebody. You don't have a list. <laughs> right. Well, but yeah. in fairness, in fairness, I everybody I know probably has a list. You're on my list. I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> I'm first to fucking go. Like coming no. up next week, I introduce my new co-host. <laughs> right? Come on over during purge night, dude. You'll be safe. You'll be safe. You'll be safe like a fucking dinner party. You know, like wait till the entertainment gets here. Who's the entertainment? You, you are. are. Ah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's just like you said, man. She's very conniving. She's she's gonna start using this information. Absolutely. Uh, you know that Jane has you know, against in fairness, her. She should. 
Yeah, she should. If Allison has a means to get ahead, get ahead. I'm not saying like you know that's what to do, but side with the winning team. But I, I do, I do think it's cool, and I'm I'm interested to see how this is going to pan out because you know they, they they have to sign these contracts where they will not participate in the purge. Technically, Jane is not you know violating purging. that contract. Right? She's she not is not purging. purging. She's hired somebody. She has else a purge advocate. Purge. Right. She is a purge surrogate. <laughs> Purge adjacent. So, like, <laughs> hey man, it's close. It works. It works. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't violate any kind of NDAs or anything, right? No, I think that's a very smart idea, and I like this like not caper, but this like scheme. You know? Yeah, I think yeah, it works exactly. I'm very interested in the way it's going because if this guy, one, he's skeezy. We know he's totally skeezy. Oh yeah, and because you know he even says like you know they bring in another character, Anya, who is this blonde bombshell, you know, up and comer in the firm and whatnot, and. At the point, Riker wants to kind of get with Jane, and then, you know, Anya's there. So, you know, Jane kind of doesn't necessarily forcefully push away his advances. But, but shuns she him. Yeah, she, shun, she completely shuts him down. Mm-hmm. And he picks up on that, so he goes after Anya. Well, and I was like, oh, Mr. Riker. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're getting ready to go to this gigantic, you know, Christmas party. That was fucked up. And then Riker dumps this big stack of, you know, w- homework, essentially, Say- on... You yeah right yeah, on. you have we you're the only person I can trust for this you got to work instead of going to the party as, as retribution for you know stifling his advances and she's dressed up too she's oh, yeah. all ready to fucking she's go she's dressed to like, the nines man exactly and then like nope and I'm like ooh you do need to get purged and even Anya you know kind of picks up on it she goes oh no you know I'd be happy to stay and do it and then Riker goes no I need somebody a little bit more senior to do this yeah come on let's go to the party sugar babe yeah you know just like yeah exactly so skis. I mean he yeah he's totally skis. skis. But you know what? I bet there's going to be more up to this because remember at the beginning he goes, "Remember, I'm always watching." Yeah, you know. So like, maybe, maybe he has a you know some spyware on her computer or something mm-hmm. like that, or maybe like I don't know, he's going to put everybody together. Oh, the first one to get her gets a million dollars or something like that. Who knows? But this so far, this one is my my favorite of the big four. You yep. know, with with uh, Miguel's close behind as a second. Yeah, and actually, I, I I've got to go off the beaten path. I think the 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 fifth and final piece that we're talking about, I kind of like lunchbox purger. Yeah, the purge. I wrote I wrote it out. The he was per the purge, um, uh, preparer at yeah. the beginning because he was preparing, but then I call him the Tony Robbins purger because like he's listening to he's listening to like the nerds and nostalgia podcast right? while he's going to purge because he's listening to these motivational <laughs> he's listening to these motivational speeches he's tony robbins purger vigilante right he's totally a vigilante because he's gonna go i'm gonna fuck this person up he's got one person on the list but he's like hey these people are breaking into somebody's house fuck them so i did think that was that was really cool the way you know kind of everything's going he's you know he's listening to this the, this you know motivational speech on the radio and whatnot, and then all of a sudden he sees these people breaking in, or he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna go take care of some shit." Grabs the shotgun, and it was a really cool camera shot yeah, where he like walks over and everything gets inverted, so uh-huh. you know kind of shits. You know, it, it's the analogy of everything's kind of upside down. Cause like he's like a, I don't know if he's gonna be like a dark protector on his way to go like purging, like don't worry, I'll protect your house. Dude, boom, boom, I boom, even, you know, I, I even like, said it aloud when we saw him. God. Dang, I hope that's it's Frank, Frank Grillo. Grillo. Me I too. Can't. Me too. I was like, oh, come on, be Frank Grillo under that mask. Be Frank Grillo. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It was so like, no, yeah, that I'm. He's very interesting because he's so. It's so and we interesting. We know nothing about him. 
just a mask. And, uh, he's there. Uh, and he looks like Casey Jones from the old Ninja Turtles. Right? And you know what? He's very economical because I'll tell you what. In a pinch, bologna and cheese and mustard sandwiches are fantastic for lunch. In a pinch? No, that's yeah, what, not that's even what in I, a pinch. That's what I have for lunch on Saturday. Right? Not even in a pinch. Fucking hell. Make a fry. You know what? You get the fried bologna. You cut a little hole in the top so when you cook it, it doesn't like get all up when all you, up when the bubble. When you bologna? Mm-hmm. Mwah. Anyway. See, they, they don't know nothing about them Waco sandwiches. Right. <laughs> Lance from Uruguay's like, what? Baloney. Baloney? What, what is this? What is this mystery meat you speak of? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, <laughs> so, no, it's good that he's prepared to lunch because yeah. there's going to be a lot of purging to do, and he looks badass. Yeah, and he I mean, looks carrying, carrying around all that stuff, I mean, it's it's going to, you know, it's going to gonna get you a man a man appetite. You right, know? <laughs> and that whole, like, fucking arsenal that he has, he's got a lot of good shit. So he oh, he's, he's got in. everything, shotguns, long rifles, I mean, he's ready. He's in for the long haul. I'm really interested to see where, where what he does yeah and he's got like a delivery van so it's like dun 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 purge shark right is he gonna be kind of like an anti-hero is he gonna be a full-on purger i don't know what he is but he's intriguing yeah exactly yeah and and we only get snippets of him i mean right. we get him at the beginning of the episode Be- very beginning and the very end yeah. it's like and then, so we bookend him with an awesome character that we know nothing about and it was such a cool it was such a cool interesting way that they not only introduced him but the whole the, the whole thing he was listening to about purge your own way and how you want to purge you can purge your own way and it came back this episode especially in all the little vignettes uh, especially with um uh Jane, mm-hmm. she goes. This is the way I'm going to purge. This is my right to purge. This is how I'm going to do it. And just like almost echoed what he was saying, he goes, "This is America. Yep. You can purge whatever you weigh, hunt however you want to do America. it." Right. That, that was one of the final lines of the the, the little snippet that they had. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know, man. I, I like the mystery the I mystery meat guy. I do too. So far, this show is is, is rapidly growing on me. I yeah, was, and they're doing a good job of the what if. Yeah. You know, what if people were pushed to this? What mm-hmm. if we had a purge? You know, mm-hmm. what what if, you know, a person was completely lost like Penelope was? You yeah. know, she she lost the family. You know, she doesn't have this the support structure. So she turns to the magic <laughs> the magic the magic school bus. The magic school bus with the Kool-Aid, you know. Right. So I I don't know, man. It, it's going to be fun to see where the uh the additional 8 episodes of the show go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe maybe it gets picked up for you know additional episodes. Maybe it just ends on ten, and I'd be fine with it if it does. Yeah. So far, I dig it. I mean, they're doing they're doing a very good balancing act with ev- all the challenges they have to do so far. Yeah, especially with all the different stories. Right. Like so. I would, pe- I hear people say like, oh, it needs to be more gorier, and but but one, they can't because it's USA, and two, I think like we said before, it'll take away from it. Yeah, exactly. This is a story yep. driven because we can go see murder all the fucking time. It's the internet. Yep. You know, so so genius. With that being said, do you have anything else that you want to talk about with this episode? No, I think uh, I'm more interested. I'm, I'm I'm anxious to see next Tuesday. Okay, so like we would do with all of our recap episodes, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the highest, how would you rate this episode? Okay, now that we're fully into like yeah, into yeah, now yeah. that we got the characters and mm-hmm. got more backstory and whatnot, I dug this episode. There's still more beef I have with it. Like you know, some of the. Uh, not too technical, but just like okay, like a little bit. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm waiting for the Dahmer dinner party to go faster. Yep, go more. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I, I want to see what you know Rick and and Jenna and Lila's mm-hmm. backstory is. Yeah, but I really enjoyed uh, the bus. Just the the <laughs> that was a great scene. I don't know why it just cracked <laughs> me up. Just like no, it is. It's just like you it's said, man. It's like it's, it's, it's chumming the water, man. You just, yeah. It's you got up. a bunch of people just following the school bus <laughs> everywhere <laughs> at the next stop. Like me, 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 right? But uh, yeah, I like that. 
Um, they need to throw deeper challenges to Miguel's way. They do. They do. Cause yeah, because like a like a like a half a block of that ain't you know, shit. The Otis's purge, you know, right. gauntlet's not that big right. of a challenge for no. him. And the prize was way more than the struggle. I mean, yeah, you might die, but at the same time, he dispatched everybody rather easily. Yeah, but he did get he did to get was shot with an arrow. So that's true. That's true. So I guess yeah, it all evens out the end. Yeah. No. Okay. So on a scale of one to ten, I would probably go six and a half. I'm still getting into the groove of the show, but I'm gotcha. really liking where it's going. Except it needs to hurry up with Dahmer Dinner Party. That's why it's gotten back down a couple of okay. things. So. Well, I'm going to go with a seven. I'm going to be right in pretty much in line with you. Uh, like like you said, I mean, I, I wish the, the Dahmer Dinner Party would give us a little bit more tidbits of some of the other characters besides just Jenna, Rick, and Lila. Right. Like, uh, the, like the, the dad. Dude. Yeah. yeah. The dad. And the crazy-ass mom. I want to see the maid again. I yeah. want to see what, what dirt she has. Um, you know the Miguel and Penelope stuff. I mean, that's that's a good story. I mean, that's that's given us some good information. Um, and the Equity Firm, just like like you said, man, it's that's probably the strongest one so far, one so yeah. far of the like the four. Mm-hmm. And I want to see what Casey Jones has to do the, the mystery too. man, the Tony Robbins perjure. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So with that being said, we'll be back again next Wednesday on Boom Howdy. Boom Howdy, dropping the newest episode for episode three of USA's The Purge. But with that being said, I'm Dustin P. On behalf of Genius McGee, I'm going to go practice my putt-putt skills. 